moms. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am Heidi St. John, and I'm here along with my friend Dorinda Wilson, and we are going to be talking to you today about teenagers, mm-hmm. tweens. Ooh, if your knees are shaken and you're just going, how in the world am I going to do this thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to encourage you today. First, that God has something to say absolutely about the importance of motherhood. And I want to just frame this discussion with a couple of verses um, from Isaiah about the tender parenting that God wants us to do with our kids. Mm -hmm. And I think especially as we come into the teen years and things change so rapidly, Mm -hmm. so quickly, um, I have found these verses to be really precious to me. Isaiah 40, 11, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's great. He's talking to mothers. Right. He's saying he's going to gently lead you. Mothers of little tiny ones. Yeah. Mothers of teenagers too. Absolutely. You qualify for that. I love that he says he gently Mm -hmm. leads those that Mm -hmm. have young, that Mm -hmm. God wants to speak to you about your parenting, that he's not going to leave you uh, alone during these years when you feel like your kids are leaving you alone, you know, or they don't want to be around you, right, right. you know, all of those things. And I also love Isaiah forty nine fifteen. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion for the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. Mm. And I think, man, God sees us as his children. He does. And I think if God can parent me, and I'm like, <laughs> it's no picnic, you right? know? <laughs> if God can parent us, through the tough stuff of life, then right. then surely he can parent us as we as we parent, parent our, our kids. kids. Yeah, definitely. So I'm I I hope that you will take encouragement today as we talk about the issue of parenting teenagers. As Dorinda and I are doing this podcast today, it is raining here Pouring in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Pouring. You know what? There's a there's a price that we pay for this beautiful green yes, there is. that we have mm-hmm. uh, in this neck of the woods. And I'm looking out the window and, and it is just... We're paying it right now. We're paying it right now. Although this is funny. We sent our little pre- te- pre-teens, right? Yes, we did. They wanted to go on a walk today. Yes. And they we told them it's going to rain. We told and them. We said, hey, look, we pulled up Siri. And yep. Siri said, you're dumb. It's going to rain. <laughs> Don't go. Don't go. But they wanted to go. They did. So they we did. said, okay. We said, here, take some umbrellas, head on down to the, the mm-hmm. railroad tracks. They wanted to go exploring. And mm-hmm. when did we get a phone call? Like about 45 minutes into it? <laughs> yes. The phone rang. Us, I know. They are coming get us. And we were like, yeah, no, put up your umbrella. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little attitude, yeah, a little like, right. really, are you going to leave us out in the rain? Yes. Yeah, yes, we are. We are. Mm-hmm. We are. You, you have umbrellas. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll be, be all fine. right. You won't melt. <laughs> I promise. So I got to tell you, for those of you who have never heard me speak before, uh, my husband and I have seven children. They range in age from four to 23. And Dorinda and her husband have eight children. They range in age from 10 to 24. So we've been at this a little while. We've by no means are experts. We talked about whether or not we would even address this topic. Are we really going to do this? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's a tough one. It is. It can be a tough one. And I think what we'd like to do today is just encourage you First and foremost, that God's given you mm-hmm. everything that you need. He's equipped Absolutely. you. He's going to yeah. get you through this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want you to be excited about the teen years because mm-hmm. they're wonderful. Uh, Paul Tripp wrote a book called uh, The Age of Opportunity, one of my very, very favorite books on parenting teenagers mm-hmm. by far and away because he points out what an incredible mm-hmm. opportunity these 
these years are. It's an amazing age. Mm -hmm. It really is. And if you can continue to speak into their lives through those years, you'll have that into adulthood. And that's really, really a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the goal is just keeping the heart of your teen. I you thought know, it was not killing them. Not killing them. <laughs> that too. And that too. There shall be, yes, no killing involved. Although you may have thoughts of wanting to do bad right. things. Don't actually don't do them. Because <laughs> mothering a teenager can be challenging. It's, and I know that for yeah. me, and Joran and I had, our two oldest girls are right around the same ages. Right, right. And there comes, there's a point in which you're like, what in the world? We are getting along fine. <laughs> you weren't back talking me like this. Right. And it right. seems like, right, all of a sudden they're trying to assert themselves themselves yes Yes. assert their authority assert their independence and there are actually good reasons for that and it's something we want them to do it's just somehow when it happens it just feels so wrong (laughs) (laughs) right it was easier yeah it was easier when you just gave an instruction right and they did it without questioning questioning you and i've heard parents say Boy, whenever your kids question you, that's an absolute, that's punishable. That's a punishable Mm-mm. offense. And no, I disagree. I disagree too. Yeah. You I want think... to raise thinking kids. And, yes. And, and as much as I say that, sometimes that bites me in the behind. But, yes. But I, I want, we want our kids to be able to think for themselves. And that's part of that process. Yeah. And you teach them respect right. while they do that. Absolutely. The Bible has a lot to say yes. about honoring yes. your parents. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that, and I'm not saying we're perfect at this. And certainly oh. not, when I'm tired... I let I've let things go that I've just been like oh, okay, mm-hmm. but I also know that when I was a younger mother, I died on a lot of hills. Right. That now as an right. older mother, I look back and go, that was not worth it. Yeah, that boy, I sure could have saved myself yeah, some energy that, on that one. Exactly. <laughs> look at me, I just wore some holes in my shoes and I didn't need to. <laughs> That's you right. know, just things like that. Yeah. So I think keeping the main thing, the main thing. Right. Um, right. I'd love to tomorrow kind of talk about you know. When our kids notice their bodies are changing and kind of how to have that discussion with them. But for the purposes of just the introduction to this series today, I really want to just set the tone by saying, you know, we want to teach our kids what God values, Mm -hmm. even through adolescence. And one of my favorite books is Preparing for Adolescence. It's an oldie, Mm -hmm. but a goodie by my friend, Dr. James Dobson. I'll be linking back to this uh, at the podcast. But I want to read to you something that he says in kind of the introduction, talking about encouraging your kids to have self-esteem mm-hmm. and really, uh, because that's so important. If they don't get it from you, they're going to look someplace else for right. it. And he starts by saying, let me stress again, that the attributes that our society values most highly, beauty, intelligence, and money, must be seen from the Christian point of view. These are man's values, not God's values. Boy, if that, mm-hmm. I mean, this book was written when I was a kid. No, it's timeless. And it's timeless. Mm-hmm. It's timeless. It's God's, it's truth from right. the word of God. Yeah. The Lord doesn't measure your worth the way people do. He emphasizes in his word that each of us is worth more than the possessions of the entire world. Mm. This is true just because we are human beings, not because mm-hmm. of the way we look or to whom we are married or what our parents do right. or how much money we have or how much we have accomplished in life. These earthly factors don't make a difference at all. Did you know that the Bible tells us that God actually hates three things that our world values most highly? Go figure. Right? (laughs) Luke 6, 15 states, for that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Mm. He despises those things that we treasure because they get in the way of our self-confidence and they interfere with the work that we should be doing for him. These phony values can keep us from being a good parent 
or an employee or a business person. And more importantly, these false values can interfere with your Christian life, making you feel that even God doesn't accept you as a person. The temporary values of beauty, intelligence, and money represent methods of estimating human worth, and that's why God hates them. Hmm. His method gives eternal worth to every one of us, including you and me. Mm-hmm powerful words from Dr. Dobson Mm -hmm. about what we teach our kids about where they get their value. Right. And I wonder, you know, as I'm checking out in the grocery store and my kids are seeing the covers of magazines and I think, man, you know, we're estimating our worth as a culture based on who's the skinniest Mm -hmm. and who has the most money. Right. It's not, uh, we're, we don't, we're not treasuring biblical values anymore. Mm-hmm. And that needs to change. That's it something does. I think that as parents, we have an opportunity to really talk to our kids about. Right. And when you right. have seen this, when in your kids, you ever see it kind of rear its ugly head when they feel insecure, maybe about their own family or what you stand for or the kinds of things that you treasure. What are some ways that you have found that you can talk to your kids about what, what's really important? Well, I think just, um, reminding them that God put them in our family for a reason mm, that, that, you know, he, he, before, you know, at the beginning of time, he planned for us to be a family mm-hmm. and because we've gotten, you know, some interesting looks, you know, with, when you have eight kids and you go to Costco, yep. um, sometimes people <laughs> are intrigued and sometimes they're rude yes, and yeah, um, they're, that's right. and they say rude things yeah. in front of the kids, like they're not standing there. Right. And a couple of our kids have, one in particular has taken that um, it's been really hard mm. for them to really um, just not feel awkward yeah. because of it. So, you know, we had discussions about that and just that, you know, God knows what he's doing yeah. when he puts you in a family. Yeah. And so I think really it's just walking it out yourself mm-hmm. alongside of your kids in everyday life with everyday situations, being able to take those moments when um, you see an opportunity just grab them, seize yes. them to yeah. to put those biblical um, views. And I think know, that's a lot of them. what mm-hmm. Age of Opportunity was talking about right. too. It's just taking advantage. Right. Well, and the that's the beauty of the teen years is developmentally their their brain is finally at a place where they can actually process that. You mm-hmm. know, when they're four, they don't really get what you're saying. Yeah. But at that age, you can have some really good conversations, mm-hmm. very meaningful conversations. And that's why at the teens. age of four, when mom says something to you, you don't expect an argument right. back. They're not processing. They're learning what obedience looks right. like. Exactly. Now, as they come into the teen years, not only are do they are they required to obey, but their thinker is starting right. to think, right. you know, and now exactly. they're going, hey, right. I've got options. Yep. And or they need a I reason. They need a reason. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And mm-hmm. when we make decisions for our kids, we tell them, this is how your dad and I came to this decision. Right. And it's important for kids. I want my kids to see, you know, we made our decision based on what God says. Right. And wow, wouldn't that be a game changer mm-hmm. if moms in this generation we're teaching their kids, you know what? The world says this, right? but as for our family, we're going to serve, we're going to serve the right. Lord. And I think it gives them confidence as mm-hmm. they come into the teen years when they're going to be, you know, especially kids who are a lot of parents listening to this, their kids are going to public school right? and they're going to come up against the culture. Mm-hmm. And this is a great opportunity to teach them what it looks like Absolutely. to stand up for the Lord and for uh, God's word and have confidence mm-hmm. In it as they enter the teen years, right? And it's it is you. It is good for them to question things, like you just said. It, it can be scary, though. That's mm-hmm. one thing that I didn't, 
anticipate was that some of their questions would kind of make me stop and think, do I even have an answer to that question? Mm -hmm. And so um, many times we end up just talking it through and kind of figuring it out together. Mm -hmm. And that requires me, and this is this is a really good thing when they're teenagers, is for me to ask lots of questions. Not necessarily tell them everything, oh, yeah. but to, to ask questions. And, well, why do you think that? Without judgment, without fear. You talked mm -hmm. about yeah. being fearless. Yes. And I think that's one thing that really can grip us in the teen years is we react out of fear. And I have done it oh, a bazillion I times. So yeah. guilty here. But yeah. Um, but I've seen when I haven't, what a great response I've gotten from the kids. Mm -hmm. and, and your just, kids come back to you. They do. They do. They do. And if, they learn to trust mm -hmm. you. And if wow. they know you're not going to react. Yeah. But when they think you're going to react, boy, they zip it and mm -hmm. that's the end of it. And you don't want that. No. No. I think that's a, that is a challenge for every mom, mm -hmm. especially in the teen years. And right. I don't know that there's been a generation of parents who have had to face what this generation of mm -hmm. parents is facing mm -hmm. today. I mean, they're literally... 20 years ago. Right. We, I mean, we were parents 20 years right. ago and we could not have conceived no. of the kinds of things that our kids are dealing with right. on the internet. We right. could not have conceived of the kinds of things that are happening in our culture mm -hmm. and in our churches. And I don't know mm -hmm. that it's ever been more important. Exactly. But, and I think it's important to convey that to our kids yeah. when they make a good choice to say, wow, you're dealing with some things I never had to deal with. And you did such a great job. Mm -hmm. You made such a good choice, mm -hmm. you know, and just let them know that you're proud of them. And again, you know, we've talked about this before where you want them to know that you trust them mm. and yeah. and they will live up to that. Yeah, I think that's really true. You know, we were talking about this the other day and you said something I thought was, was really, uh, really good. And we were talking about the the things that are happening around us and it is a mm -hmm. we're living in fearful times mm -hmm. there's no question but god knows that and he, he knew that our kids were going to be here for such a time as this yep. and i really believe that there is going to be a special grace over this generation absolutely of kids for the kinds of mm -hmm. things that they are going to have to mm -hmm. face i talked to a mom just yesterday uh, no, not a mom, a woman who's considering having children. Mm -hmm. I just spoke to her the other day and she said they, they're they considering not having children because they're so afraid mm -hmm. of what their kids are going to face. And it's almost like these parents are in panic mode, right? right. you know, because we're so afraid. And I'm going to end out this podcast by just reminding uh, parents to go to, back to God's word. Mm -hmm. The Bible said in 2 Timothy, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, right. power and love and a sound mind. And mm -hmm. as your kids come into the teenage years, you can trust that just like God gave Esther exactly what Esther needed for the time that he put her on this earth, he is going to give you what you need as you continue to go mm -hmm. before him. Mm -hmm. And he's going to give your children a special grace that comes from walking with the Lord. So mm -hmm. rather than being afraid of the teenage years, go into them and just go, Lord, this is going to be a wild ride, right? right? We're going to fasten our seatbelt and just see God will finish in your children the work that he has began in them through you. We're going to pick this conversation up again tomorrow and continue talking about adolescence. And I hope you'll join us at thebusymom.com. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.